The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus had risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told his companions who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them walking along on their way to the country. They returned and told the others, but they did not believe them either. But later, as the eleven were at table, he appeared to them and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had been raised. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. The Gospel of the Lord. We ended our last discussion taking a few moments to reflect on that joy that comes from loving and being loved by the Lord and by others. And we're going to talk a lot more about this at our next talk this afternoon. Joy is an important part of the Christian life, specifically during this Easter season when we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. It's to be a time of great joy because we celebrate the belief that Jesus Christ died and came back from the dead never to die again and has given us the chance to overcome death, to be adopted sons and daughters of God and to live with him for all eternity. This should be a teaching, this should be a belief that produces great joy and happiness in us not only in us, but our willingness to share it with others. And so keeping some idea of this joy, the joy of Easter, we can maybe get a little deeper understanding of today's gospel. Imagine the joy of Mary Magdalene upon encountering Jesus for that very first time, seeing him risen from the dead, the happiness she felt to see her loved one, Jesus, whom she cared so much about, back from the dead in a glorified body. It was that joy and that excitement that would have led her to go to the apostles. And what were the apostles doing? They were mourning and weeping. They were sad over Jesus' death. But what happens? They don't believe her. They not only don't believe her word, but we really think about it. If she is joyful, that joy and that happiness didn't change their minds and change their hearts. You figure the words of Jesus should have changed their minds and changed their hearts, but it didn't happen. It took our Lord later on appearing to them and chastising them for their hardness of hearts. Probably not what they expected on this Easter. Why didn't you believe? I said I was going to come back from the dead. You heard the reports. You listened to Mary Magdalene. You heard the joy and the happiness in her voice. Why didn't you believe? And so we can imagine then encountering the risen Lord, the happiness now and the joy that the apostles experience, the joy of seeing someone they love come back from the dead. Imagine there was someone that you really cared about a lot who died and said before they died they were going to come back in three days, and you saw them again, the joy and the happiness that you would experience. This gives us some idea of the joy and the happiness the apostles experienced today. And it was that joy then that led them out 
to go to the whole world and proclaim the gospel. Mary Magdalene, it was her joy that led them to, her to go proclaim the gospel to the apostles. And the apostles now, in that encounter with the risen Lord, having that same joy and happiness to go spread the message of divine mercy, that God has died for our sins. There's one last thing, and I'm not going to get into it that much, but I do want to make a very brief commentary about today's gospel from the Acts of the Apostles. There's a theme in here, the theme I'm going to mention that we're going to revisit a little bit later on in one of the quotes from St. Teresa of Avila. And so the apostles have been going about preaching the gospel and doing these great works, and of course the authorities don't like it. They pose a threat to their authority. And so they order them not to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. And what do Peter and John do? Do they say, oh, well, we need to be obedient. We don't want to offend them. Or we don't want to offend other people. Or we don't want to go to prison. Or we don't want to get our tax-exempt status removed. They don't say that. They say, whether it is right in the sight of God for us to obey you, rather than God, you be the judges. They understand legitimate authority, but they realize the obligation they have to stand up for what is true, even in the face of punishment, even in the face of being threatened, even in the face of being ostracized, even in the face of death. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we've seen and what we have heard. And so we've been hearing a lot over the course of the past several weeks and months about religious freedom in our nation. And I can assure you, if you've been paying attention, it is probably not going to get any better over the course of the coming months and years. Our ability to be able to speak clearly about what we believe, the truth and the good news about the gift of love, the gift of marriage, the gift of who we are is going to continually be restricted or you are going to be shut down if you try to say something. Particularly, I as a priest will be shut down if I try to say something. Again, not judging, not harping, but simply speaking the truth about the dignity of the human person. And we as the Christians and as the church are going to have to make a decision. Are we going to obey God? Are we going to obey man? We've got to start thinking about that now. Are we going to be like the apostles or all those others who out of cowardice and conformity with the world capitulated and punted what they believed because they did not want to offend, they did not want to suffer? Christians are not called to be judgmental, we're not called to be hateful, but we are called to know and stand up for the truth and to spread it in love. We see in the Acts of the Apostles, they all suffered and died for it. I hope that we would never have to face martyrdom as a nation, but we have got to be willing to be joyful about our proclamation, but willingness to be open to the courage that the Spirit God gives us and suffer for what we believe. Amen.